Today on another Sports by Fry episode, I finally returned to the podcast world. Uh, apologies for the lack of episodes lately. My parents came to visit me in Toronto, so I had some much-needed R&R and got some break from the podcasting and Sports by Fry world. Um, but I'm back, ready to cover round 23 for the AFL Fantasy season. Um, what a year it's been. I'm well and truly ready for this year to be over. I've had some shocking decisions that haven't gone my way which I will touch on with uh, JLo once again. Hopefully you're lucky enough to be in position to uh, be playing for a flag in the grandy. Um, but enough of me talking crap, let's dive into the episode. Welcome sports fans to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast slash YouTube channel. Uh, I do have to apologise <laughs> I've been a pretty uh, shit person. I've only got like one or two posts out in the last two or three weeks. Um, I was lazy-ish, but I really just needed a break, refresh. Um, I've been hitting everyone up on Twitter, so if you've had an AFL fantasy question, I've tried to get back to everyone, but I'm back in the fold. JLo's back joining me again today. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Cruising. Cruising? It's been a good week. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in actually a really good spot heading into the final round. I'm, kind of, I'm ready for this AFL fantasy season to be over. I know, mate. I'm, you know the amount of shit that I've copped with Gary Ablett. I started with Kelly and with Zach Merritt. Yeah. Just hasn't been my year. Um, I've made some dumb personal decisions. Like some decisions have been my own fault as well, like picking Danger and McRae. But yeah, it just hasn't been my cup of tea. Twenty eighteen. So twenty nineteen is uh, it's going to be a big year for large fries and coke. Yeah, right. Eh? How's uh, how's your year been, mate? It's been good. No, it's been fine, happy. Mate. Happy with the course blocking. Oh yeah, look, it's uh, it's been a bit of a long one, but I sort of I picked the team, the initial my initial team, like pretty dodgily. Couldn't pick the, any crows or rich players. Oh yeah, players, that's right. It was know, pretty so. half-hearted. Yeah, it was a bit half-hearted, and I've turned it around a bit. Fine, I've got a full team, so hopefully, uh, you, hopefully next year will be big. You get a full team like this week with your two trades this week or last week? Uh, well, yeah, will be this week with the home going out. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I did that last week. Um, took I the punters. Sweet, yeah, that, yeah, I just held me on. Sorry. Yeah, I took the punt uh, when got Bolt and Heaney. Oh, yeah. um, I'll talk a little bit about one of them a bit later on. But um, yeah, my team actually last week was really good. Finally, everyone pieced it together. Scored a career high. Wasn't good enough to soar too much in the ranking, but everyone's got good teams this time of year. I scored 24.70 something from memory. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, what did you end up on? About 22? Uh, yeah, my midfield fell a little bit flat this week, so I was... Mm, two, two, three, one. Oh, okay. Not yeah, bad. Not great. Season high? Or... No, nah, I don't think so, honestly. Okay. It was a bit of a down week. Fair enough. Yeah, righto. Um, were you hit by any bullets with team selection this week, or are you looking at I was pretty okay. much luxury upgrades? Uh, yeah, no, luxury upgrades. I, uh, But I, my my bench is a little thin at the moment. Like, there's yeah, a okay. few, no coverage in the midfield and stuff like that. But other than that, solid. Nice. No, no holes to fill. Solid. For those uh, that haven't been following us all year, JLo and I, unfortunately, clearly, are not in any grand finals. Um, I was going to nearly be one in draft, but I lost by eight points because Todd Mitchell was my captain and the other dude had Brody Grundy, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, so let's dive in. I want to kind of just break down each individual game this week, kind of talk about some dudes who I think are going to score well, other people who might not um, and might struggle. So first up, fresh off the bat, is the poor Don's game. Now... I do have Tom Rockley from my side. That was probably the only issue I guess I had from team selection. But this couple that I think could be uh, like late outs, mm-hmm. 
Um, anyway, Tom Rockliffe's injured. He's out. A lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon and trading him out, obviously, because no one would really have anyone good enough. If you did have Paul Hearn in your forward line, you could maybe plug him in, but um, I'm going to be trading him, as should everyone, like I've said. Anyone from that game that interests you? Uh, not really, to be honest, mate. It's... Uh... You're a big Devin Smith fan, aren't you? You're yeah, right, Devin Smith train. I honestly, he'll probably have one twenty against him. I yeah, no problems with with Devin Smith. Like, I, no team worries me when Devin Smith. I agree. I kind of I went back to look through his recent games, and he scores at Adelaide Oval and against Port uh, Low. But it's tough because even though he goes outside of the last three, his last three scores have been in the nineties. Yeah. So you're like, oh, they're pretty solid, and then the ones under that. The ones he's struggling, but that's like 2014, 2015. It's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. And fantasy scores, I find like maybe after about two or three years, they some they lose a bit of relevancy because yeah. the game changes and different roles, different personnel. So anyway, it's been a breakout year for him. So yeah, like, he's he's better than he's ever been. It's a it's a long winded way of me saying I think he'll be fine this yeah. week. Um, yeah. I don't own him, and he's actually a trade candidate for me for mm. Rocky. Okay. Um, I think at this stage I'm going to side with another forward, but. Yeah. Um, just just to be safe, I mean, like I said, those numbers aren't the be-all and end-all, but they do scare me off a little bit. Um, if you are in a luxury upgrade position, a lot of people will probably be ditching Chad Wingard. Yeah. Um, Robbie Grave is still floating around. And some people might be bringing in Brendan Goddard for what could be his final game of footy. Yeah, maybe. I, I expect him to play up. He's played Same. pretty solid this year. He's got a bit left in the tank. Linked with uh, Frio, wouldn't mind uh, seeing him running off the half-back and marshalling the troops down there a bit. Well, like, this is a bit off fantasy, but Pab was saying during the week that they need just new personnel in the club. Like, maybe mm. you could bring him on as a leader, then transition into, a, like, a development role or something. Yeah, it would be nice to see a couple of fresh faces. I think it's a good class fresh up. faces. Because, yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I'm happy with Russell's coming. Sure We're going way off topic, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Mentoring some of the younger back yeah. Men. yeah, well, any of the swingmen, I guess. Mickey Johnson's uh, retiring this week, so, well, unless anyone swoops him up, which is highly unlikely. Um, so, no one else really interests you from no, Port I, or Essendon? I, I just wouldn't mind keeping an eye on Darcy Parrish for future. Mm. future uh, there's a lot of dudes in that little bracket. Yeah, there's a, and he's sort of come back mid, midway through the end. He's yeah. playing a bit of form. Alright, let's try and burn through a couple of these quicker. Um, the next one is important though, it is the Gold Coast Geelong match. Now, a lot of people have spent the last two or three weeks getting Cats players in, me included. I got Menegola uh, last week, the week before, and Dangerfield I've had since about halfway through the year, but some people are also jumping on Tommy Hawkins, yeah. Gary Ablett, yeah. Mitchie Duncan, um, even Tim Kelly as well. All of them seem like solid players. I know that uh, there's one of those guys that also tempts you. Yeah, I was oh, well. Actually, they all tempt me. I, I need to fill a Hearn's role in the forward line. Yeah. So it's Danger, Menegola, um, and and I'm thinking honestly maybe Hawkins. Just just as actually an just quickly. Player, let me see. You know, because he could Pick just up, he could kick seven or eight and have ten marks and twenty disposals. Gary Ablett named at centre half forward. Tom <laughs> Hawkins named at full forward. Yeah. Stephen May is in the team. I don't know what his numbers are like, but I've always thought he was a solid fullback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jack Rewalt kicked. 10 on him, so he can't be amazing. Yeah. But still, I thought he, he might be okay. You feel like the, the, their midfield is just going to give him such good delivery. I, I probably won't go, but I'm tempted. I'm a tempted. lot of people, if you're in like a final or grand final and you're like, you know what, he's got like a better player at every line. I don't think I can do this. Get Tom Hawkins. Just like roll the dice. Have yeah. a bit of fun. Why not? Imagine if he like bags six or seven and gets a 150. Which is, he's, a, he's not out of the question. Definitely not. 
Um, if he doesn't do it, then like we said, Danger or Metagola, they might yep. both go off. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick one of the two, who would you side with? Danger, Metagola. I'd probably just go Danger. Um, See, I'd go Metagola. I don't uh, know why. I know. I, I, I feel like he's... he's I feel, my heart says Metagola, but my brain's like, no, nah, just go to safe Danger. There we go. go yeah. Eventually. I think, I, like I said... Year, like if you're watching how players play in each year, like Danger's role this year has really hampered his fantasy scores. True. So yeah. I don't know why. I just think they'll stick with that. Even There's though no reason to throw him in the midfield this week either. Is their season done and dusted? Where are they on the no. ladder? Well, they're in. Yeah, so they have to win to stay in. They would be playing probably for home field in yeah, the elimination final. Right. Yeah. I can't really remember. Either way, is what I'm saying is they're going to have their foot to the ground a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So. Be interesting. Um, the next game, Tiggies and the Dogs. Now, the Tigers haven't really, no, um, not really rested a few boys in the opposite. They've actually brought a few boys in. They've got Cochin, Prestia, yep. um, and Asprey from an unrelevant perspective. But Cochin was someone I was eyeing a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And last week, I was eyeing Dusty as well. Yep. Um, I should expect to see another 120 from Dusty, you reckon? Hope so, but you just never know. Like, they might just take it easy this week, the Tigers, because they've got top spots sewn up. They don't, don't really play for anything. No, I think they might even lose, honestly. I disagree. I reckon they're going to throttle the Bulldogs. Be nice. But I also think that it's going to be very bruised free footy. Just, yeah. you know, a lot of uncontested, high scoring, free flowing. And that, Tigers and will win by like 60, but it'll be like the Dogs will still keep like 70 points or yeah. something crazy. That makes sense. Like, it, it will be a bit of a gentleman's game, hopefully. Really, there's nothing to play for. Yeah. Um, the Bulldogs are probably the more fantasy relevant team. Uh, yeah. Guys like Jack McRae, Dunkley. Dunkley, who's on my fantasy radar, the Bont, who is no, also forward. Actually. Yeah, when he's playing forward, which he has done in the last month or so, his mm-hmm. scores are actually solid. Yeah. There was a couple of weeks. Up there better, a couple of weeks back, I think it was against Gold Coast. He had like a sixty-point quarter when he kicked four goals in a quarter. Yeah. And I was like, he could just do that in the grandy, have like five or six snags. Not out of the question. No, no. I don't know why. Very uh, bent on hellbent on calling goal snags this episode. Yeah, I don't know why. That's fine, I mean, pushing the envelope on that, but I think Dunkley could be actually a solid in against against the Tigers. Yeah, Going through the midfield. I think he's just going to get a plenty of, plenty of opportunity at the ball. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I think Dunkley is the smarter player over Devon Smith, um, who's the other forward I was talking about, maybe trading in. Yeah. Um, very interesting. A lot of people will be also looking to axe Toby McLean. Um, yeah. Been underperforming lately. Kind of seems like Dunkley's just taken his midfield minutes, yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd trade him out. I, well, I'm not going. But if you're in like a... Re- if that was the worst thing you had to do, if you were tossing up between him and maybe like Wingard, you could get Menegola. Just do it. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'd hold... I think McLean is good for a 90 this week, so... Fingers crossed. Um, Your boys versus... Yeah, the next game. I don't really want to uh, touch on this too much. A bit of a chop, chop, Only because uh, I don't own Brody Grundy. Mm-hmm. If I had Brody Grundy in my team, I would be all over this matchup. Yeah. I think if you own him, now that Sandilands hasn't been named and Sean Darcy has just been giving up serious point totals, mm-hmm. you have to put the captain's badge on Grundy this week, right? If you do have him, obviously, or you're bringing him in. Yeah, I think it's a safe option. He's going to tower you boys up. Yeah. Yeah. But it will be interesting with Fifey back in. I think that adds a bit of bit of intrigue to the midfield battle. So Another interesting point to note is Bailey Banfield is out, which means there's no tagger per se. So still side bottom, who a lot of people thought might get a bit of attention, should be okay. It's going to be a yeah, wet fantasy game, I reckon. 
reckon. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, taggers, quickly, the biggest question in the fantasy world this week is what to do with Tom Mitchell. Mm. So, George Hewitt from the Swans is probably going to tag him. Traditionally, against Sydney, his numbers are pretty shitty, um, but he's averaging, what, 130 for the year or something, yeah. so normal rules don't really apply to him. Um, as crazy as it seems, I think he's one of the top 10 traded out players, maybe even like top five as it stands yeah. right now. So what's probably, your opinion on the trading Tom Mitchell situation? Well, I'm, I'm in that boat of like out of a necessity. To make the money? You. Yeah, more or less. Just offers so much upside with that extra know, power shape. Yeah, it's extra 200k for anyone, you know. So I'm probably going to do it for Oliver or Matt Crouch or someone yeah. like that. Um, Same. But I, he'll probably respond and have a 150 and be the highest scoring player. Let's be probably. honest. Like, are they, where are they playing? SCG from memory. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, look, I I don't think he will go big. I reckon he'll get you like a 107, something yeah. like that. Similar to last week because they've started to, or probably have a bit of an eye on the finals as well. Even though ladder positions are still up for grabs a bit. They'll be still now top two right now. Oh, really? Is it that up the grabs? Oh, okay, fair enough. Still, regardless, I think they're in the finals. They've been on really good form. And since they've been on that form, his numbers have slipped slightly. Like the last two weeks, um, I think he probably had a 130, 120 the week before that. Anyway, I think trading him out is the play just because everything ticks the boxes for him to struggle. Like Tagger, um, shitty opposition. Longmire said they're going to send attention to him. Yeah. You know, everyone knows that he struggles ish under the tag. Yeah. Sometimes. And George Hewitt's arguably the best tagger in the biz. So I think trading him out is a smart move. And if you're not trading him out, probably a risk too risky to captain, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be captain. Depends yeah. who you have, I guess. But uh, no. I don't think actually now that I think about it as well, anyone owns anyone who's in a good fantasy position will own anyone else in this game. Luke Bruce, maybe. Isaac Heaney's Luke a popular Parker's dude. Been. Parker floated around. Had a big game last week. Yeah, and he's been turning up. She, I trained him at the exact worst time. Yeah. That's where I waited until he started off. Anyway. He's such a, like, yeah. yo-yo performer. I got Buddy in this one, so I'll be watching. Oh, sorry. I completely forgot about Buddy. Because yeah. I... Uh, he's Coxings as well, is that one? Oh, sorry. He's, uh, that's a whole, whole situation that I have just been able to completely avoid. Yeah. yeah, so word on the street is he's going to play. He's going to suit up. Yep. This kind of actually ties in a little bit with a bond, which I was going to talk about at the end, but I'll skip over it now. If you've got someone like that who's just under a little bit of a cloud, just make sure that you've got an emergency in a line or try to structure your defence or... Uh, sorry, not your defence, your bench, so that you do. Um, if you can't, it's not the end of the world, but in a perfect scenario, most coaches will be able to switch yeah. Kane Farrell around or that Bulldogs dude, Fergus Green, still kicking. Someone like that might mm-hmm. just keep you alive. Um... Next up, we got Blues Crows. Yep. Paddy Cripps for me. Crouch for maybe you. Lamp. Oh, apps shitting itself on my phone. Good timing. Um, yeah, it's Matt a bit Crouch. Of an in a funny way, isn't it? Matt Crouch is seriously uh, going to be talked about right now because I am <laughs> all over him being the best scorer in round 23. I'm pretty sure it was. Than Sam Ross. Yeah, pretty sure it was last season. Um, when he finished against West Coast and had like 150, he won me a grand final. I can't remember exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure I'm on the money. Um, I reckon he's going to do it again. Okay. Against Carlton, Bulldogs got a ton of footy against them last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm calling it now. And Gibbs will probably be a strong play too. So, yeah, sure. Um, I could be wrong and have a severe egg on my face, but I think they've kind of both got nothing to play for. Yeah. 
Adelaide probably be a bit pissed off and want to end the season on a high note, so I reckon it's just ticks for that. Lady the one in this game for me. Lady two. He will have, I reckon he will have the top score in this one. It'll be interesting to uh, see how they pan out. Because he'll just be like, I don't need to be in the back line, I can just push up, just feed. Yeah. Hopefully Kate Simpson has the same thing in mind. It's going to be... Also, quick, uh, I just need to give a 10 second shout out. Thank you, Kate Simpson, because I was going to trade him out. To Witherden, decided not to. I'm going to back him in. I said, if he's named, I'm sticking with him. And he saved me 100 points and helped me get a career high. He was the difference maker. Yeah, nice. Continue, I digress. Uh, anyway, uh, to honestly, another point. Let's move on to the Brizzy Coast game, I reckon, mate. Big game. Yeah. Um, ladder ramifications for you? Yeah, well, it's for second. Yeah, so you win, you're in. If yeah. you lose, you're still kind of Potentially. sitting there. We've got 3%. League on Hawks and Collingwood, yeah, although okay. Collingwood might make it up this yeah, week, obviously. Um, we'll try our best. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, is it, a few people might have Stephen Martin in this. Couple of well, everyone have Yoey. Hopefully, he's a big game. Yeah, You've got Dane Zorko. Just quite, Dan. just quietly, he's been pretty awesome this year. Elliot Yoey was the best backman. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he probably is. Eh? Yeah. Angus Brayshaw. I still kind of classify as a bit of a cheap backman. Like, Elliot Eoni actually plays more defence, I think. Yeah. Or more half-back, it seems. Yeah, that's true. Granted, I'm probably much more Eagles than Melbourne. So. Yeah, I mean, late in the year, he's gone right in the midfield. But, yeah, oh, he's been great, honestly. After, he's shaken the yo-yo tag. Yeah, he has. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Which is good to see. Thank you, Elliot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before I uh, interrupted you, you were starting to talk about Zorko and Beans. Yep. Um, you have Zorko, I have Beans. That's right. And you think Zorko's going to be the highest scorer? No, I think... Um, oh, well, it depends who the tag goes to, right? It depends who Hutchings goes to. I yeah. think they'll send him to Zorko, but I yeah, would send I, I would send Hutchings to Beans, but I think he'll go to Zorko because he got tagged out by two last week. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because, I don't know, I have this gut feeling that they're just not going to go to the tag. Hutchings just going to try... Like, they'll try something random. Zorko and Beans will just chop it up. They'll both have, like, 120... Maybe, maybe. I couldn't see like them even bothering playing Hutchins if, if he's not tagging someone. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Like he's just he's gonna be on someone, so. Oh I think I guess what I'm saying is regardless of where he is, I think both of them are Yeah, back. okay. I reckon Zorko might get tagged out. I'm worried. That's yeah, I think much. I'm pretty confident as a beamer owner. He'll be fine, yeah. But at the same time, if he I reckon if Beams gets the Hutchings tag and Zorko does it. They both could probably score similar, but if it was the other way around, yeah, it'd be a severe change. I hope Beans gets the tag. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Uh, personally, I don't. Yeah. But uh, anyway, second last game, uh, Giants versus the Ds. Kind of irrelevant with the exception of Angus Brayshaw and Max Gorn from my point of view. Kelly um, back in. Kelly is straight back in. Very interesting play if you wanted to get a unique. I probably wouldn't, but... A lot of other people probably wouldn't as well, because Melbourne traditionally are harder to score against. Yeah. Um, now they've technically sewn up. Oh, here, sorry to interrupt. Uh, if the Demons lose by more than 100 points and Port win by 150, something like that, or Gold Coast win by 100, then Melbourne could still technically just miss the God, that would be so nice. Honestly, I would Oh, that's cold. Nah, I want it to be over. I want them to make the finals and the Sacramento Kings to make the playoffs. Just end it. Nah, I, I kind of like these horrible streaks. It was. I love seeing the like the reaction. Although from an AFL perspective, this is pretty shitty. But like seeing the Buffalo Bills fans when the Bills finally made the playoffs this yeah. year, like all the reactions to that. That was in pretty dramatic fashion, though. But that was that was awesome. Yeah. Um, sure. 
This game is uh, relevant to you because you're considering trading in uh, a big dog as well. Yeah, I, honestly, I'll probably do the uh, Matilda Oliver switch. Yeah. I reckon he'll bounce back after last week. He's like arguably, well, he's one of the form players of the comp. Just he is a down week, so uh, it seems like his and it just be floor fun. is still pretty good. Yeah. Regardless of yeah. who he's going up against, he except seems like one of the safest midfielders. That's right. Say. Yeah, except for Hutchings, he's played through. He's played through every tag. Mm. Like, so I'm. I reckon he'll have a, a wicked game. Um, and it's just fun. It's fun to add a bloke you haven't had. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, that's kind of what I'm doing a little bit. I guess I, I'm not taking this week super serious. Like, I want to just roll some dice. And yeah. Go, you know? Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's I guess the kind of if you're in one of those positions. Yeah, like I said, I think I said that on my dream team article. Um, on the Fry's Forgotten Few, which you can check out on dreamteam.com. Dreamteam Talk, dreamteam.com, I can't remember. Anyway, um, I said, like, if you've got nothing better to do and your team's shot to shit, have some fun, bring yeah. in someone who's retiring or one of your, your favourite players, something like that. Mm. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. Last game of the round, Saints versus North. Uh, Ahern may be relevant. Probably the only North dude, right? Uh, Jared Wake retiring. Yeah. Congratulations on a good career, Jared. Didn't win a hell of a lot, but yeah. I didn't mind Jared Wade. Always, always appreciated him. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's probably enough Jared Wade talk. Any other uh, St Kilda players interesting you? Um, Don't have no, Jack Billings floating around anymore. No, I've never had him. I, I oh, did you? I thought no, you had I, him for one point. I, I had my own him after he went and had fifty touches. Like just after the buy kind of area. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, but I just never. I knew that he was going to just burn me as well. He's on my never again list, I reckon. Yeah. He screwed me. I did exactly the same thing last year. Yeah. I did exactly the same thing. I traded him out. He... Anyway. Yeah. Fuck you, Jack. Yeah, anyway. No St Kilda blokes, really. You're you're big on Seb Ross this week. Um, oh, yeah. Goldenstein's the only one as well, I'd say. You still got him in your team? Yeah, he's still in my team. Keeping him? Playing him? Good training for Grundy this week if I want. Um, don't know. It'd be so, interesting. So what... Oh, hang on. Let me quickly finish this Seb Ross opinion. Um, yeah, I reckon everyone's talking about, all the fantasy boys talking about his potential big score. I think he's still going to be huge. I think he'd go 120 maybe, push a 130 out as well. Yeah. Um, there's a reason though that, so, someone said this, I think it was Calvin, there's a reason that he's only in 1% of the teams and he does occasionally just lay an egg and it seems like all the, although I did say the opposite for Tom Mitchell, but all the stars are aligning and he's just going to shit the bed and score like a 70 and yeah. ruin everyone's weekend. Yeah, I still, I'm still on North for being hard to score against them. I know they're like they, five weeks. They deserve like, a bit of respect as yeah. being, yeah, a tough-ish team. That's it. Yeah, like, and, and if, if they're on, they're really on. Mm. You just feel like the, it's Brad Scott there, isn't it? You feel like I a Scott-Brad's yeah, team is, Brad's, is like always going to be yeah, a hard-boys team. And you're like, you've just got to worry about them maybe just going and pitching an absolute True. shutout. You know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think if I had to guess, Ross will go like 115. But so making him is still a pretty good option, yes. trading option. But um, speaking of trading options, do you know your moves locked and loaded? Well, how long have we got? It's currently ten thirty p.m. Toronto time, so you've got about seven hours. I've had I've had Oliver for Mitchell. Oh, sorry, well yeah, for Oliver yeah. for Mitchell and uh, Hawkins for a Hearn locked in all week. week. No, I might just leave it honestly because it is fun, like I said. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't wouldn't mind just chopping in Dev Smith as well. That might be. Just looks yeah, just a nice thing to look at in the team. That's what I'm kind of chopping and changing between. I'm definitely going Tom Mitchell down to Matt Crouch with one move after my man crush on him, as I've previously said. Yeah. Um, 
I wanted to then do my other move as Lockie Neal to Seb Ross. Yeah, sure. Or I was looking at who else? There was someone else around an upgrade. Yeah, I was going to get Grundy in. Um, so Steph. Might be playing, mate, yeah, honestly. you're right. Anyway, I could. Well, I could go. No, no I got, sorry. No, no, no. Now I can't because I got Tom Rockliffe. Uh, so I have to go Tom Mitchell out to generate enough money. I knew there was something. Um, so I have to go Rocky out. Probably Dunkley. Let's be honest. Dunkley over Devon. Sure. Flip a coin in about 20 yeah. minutes when I have to make my mind up before I go to bed. Yeah. Um, so what are your trades looking like? Gorn, oh, sorry, not Gorn, Oliver in. Yep. Captain in. Uh, don't I'm going to captain Matt Crouch. I'm going to really splash with the captain, I think. Are you? Who are you Like, well, Yowie, maybe? Yowie, maybe? Or yeah. honestly, like, Buddy could, like, or Hawkins could just have a call, you know? I, True. I don't know. Hawkins would be just yeah. serious, like, yeah, yeah. roll the dice. That's know, almost like getting a little bit crazy. Maybe. It'd be fun though, you're right. Yeah, it's still fun. You do it for some, like you don't do it because it's a good decision. You can still have a ton against mm. Lewis Pierce, you know, like anyway. True that. We'll see what happens. Um hopefully when you're listening to this podcast or watching this video, you are in an AFL grand final. Good luck if that's the case. Uh, apologies for the last couple of weeks of coverage, but I'll be back in twenty nineteen. Looking forward to it. Thanks for uh, joining throughout the fantasy season, Jalen. Mate, I'll come back, I'll flog it next year. Yeah, it'd be interesting. We'll need to uh, start some sort of competition and league next year because there's a, there's a couple of good fans out there on the tube and the tweeter and uh, all sorts of stuff we need to get around. Tweeter. Actually, let me fire up a quick little uh, famous birthdays real quick. Um, so just quickly while I do this off the cuff, um, how do you think the coasters will go in the finals? Do you I can run through. I think so. I'm not like I guess it, it hinges a little on JK, right? Because uh, yeah. Because we've looked a bit limp up forward without him, but uh, if he's back, I think we can cover the gaff loss. I got and, some. And Nadanui. I was just about to say, I got some bad news. I think that Gaff, Nadanui, and Kennedy are your three best players. I think it's too much. Yeah, I think it's too much. To win the flag. I think we can still do it. I still think we can do it. You just need you need three good games from where we are. Are Richmond gonna lose in Melbourne again? Um, they won twenty straight at the G. Yeah, I know. They look good. absurd. They look good, but I just They're I not just, invincible, but they don't feel invincible to me. At no point have they felt invincible this year. They're playing so well. I reckon that I reckon they're going back to back. I don't I reckon they're gonna stay. I, the I think they will. I think they will too, but I I there's I can see enough gaps yeah, to, right. to make them like very fun. All right, let me reel off a couple of these real quick. Uh, Scotty Can, happy birthday to Scotty Can, yep. a big uh, entourage fan. Jeremy Lin, another Scott, big one. Scott Khan. Is it Khan? Yeah, like oh, James Khan's son. Is he? I'm pretty sure it's James Khan's son. Anyway. Stick with it. Um, yeah. Seth Curry, the okay. less famous brother of the uh, famous Curry family. Yeah. And the big dog, yeah. of course. I kind of don't know how this wasn't just coming straight off the dome. Yeah. Happy 40th birthday to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Course, man. Um, in your top 10 all time, Kobe? Ah, let's not over that. Good luck in round 23. Hopefully, you're playing for a flag. Um, like I said, thank you for joining the show. Make sure you stay tuned to the Sports by Pride channel. I promise I'll be doing more stuff. Till next time, though. Peace.